All right, so everybody's, you know, favorite director has struck again. Calmatic, I believe I'm saying that name properly right now. Calmatic is most recently responsible for the House Party 2023 reboot. Um, you know, it was a lot of speculation whether people thought it was going to be a sequel, uh, whether they thought it was going to be a reboot, a direct sequel, whatever the case may be, but it is a reboot nonetheless. If y'all have been following up, y'all know how I felt about that shit from the moment it happened. And I knew it was going to happen. I had one of those I be knowing moments where I posted uh, something from my Facebook memories years ago and then posted the article that they were remaking, you know, rebooting House Party. Some things are inevitable, but House Party was one of those things that it didn't really need saving. You know, it's one. It's a movie that is literally, a, 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 it's a time in a bottle type of movie. Captured the '90s, everything musically, um, fashionably, everything about that movie screamed 1990 or 91. Whenever it came out, I want to say, I want to say 1990 even. But let's just for the sake of argument, let's say no later than 91 because I believe House Party uh, Two came out in 91 or 92. Y'all get what I'm saying, man. But. It's, I say this. I said this before, man. It's like trying to remake Beach Street, where there are certain movies that just are so culturally important that there's really nothing else you can do to it. Like if you remake Beach Street, if you modernize it or set it in the '80s, you know, '85, I believe that movie came out. It's not going to work either way because it's just this time capsule of a film, man. And you know, Beach Street for me is a movie. If they ever like, if this dude ever decided he wanted to remake it, there's no way you're going to capture the art scene that was in '85, the dance scene, the music scene, you know, everything that that movie had going for it on on multiple fronts. It's hard to recapture the magic of shit like that, and that's one of the biggest problems I had with uh with house party man it seemed like they had a shit ton of money they had something that could have been something if you would have called it something else but they just had a shit ton of money to spend on you know comedic hijinks a cg koala that was getting high as shit and a bunch of celebrity cameos and that really cheapened the 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 idea of what made house party the first three house parties even special for that matter because we're not going to act like they made a part four and five those movies are fucking terrible um What's crazy is House Party Five managed to be worse than Part Four, and that is a that is a that's an accomplishment. But Calmatic, man, he is he struck again with another recreation, reboot, retelling, reimagining, recycling of some shit that didn't need to be touched. You know, he he's back with another retelling, reboot of another cultural phenomenon from the nineties, ninety two, I think. White men can't jump now. I'm not going to sit up here and act like White Man Can't Jump is in my top five sports movies. I'm not going to act like it's in my top 10 comedies of all time. I'm not going to act like it's in my top tw- top 25 anything or 30 for that matter. But I do like that movie a lot. I do appreciate what that movie meant at the time. I appreciate how that movie holds up and how you know it's near and dear to people's hearts. And I love that it's a lot of people's favorite films. And it was also one of the first, you know, uh, the first on-screen experiences Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson had together, and they would go on to be in, you know, uh, Money Train a couple years later. Then you got Kadeem Hardison and Tyra Farrell, Rosie Perez. You see the faces in that movie, man. That was a very special movie, and it meant something back then. This, however, look, I don't know if this motherfucker watches the NBA pretty often, or even March Madness for that matter, even the high school basketball players. 2023 is not the time where you want to remake something like White Man Can Jump because newsflash, this might come as a little spoiler alert, little shocker to people out there that don't know. 
These white boys jump out the fucking building and they'll dunk right on anybody in their mama's heads on that basketball court. There is fair game amongst at listen. Do you all remember Lynn Sanity? Let's not sneak sneak on. Let's not sleep on the Asian community, Japanese community. I'm not sure exactly what Jeremy Lin is. Don't you know? I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Don't quote me on that. But we cannot sleep on any ethnicities when it comes to basketball, the sport of basketball, because we have come such a long way as far as the game goes. It's not all fundamentals anymore. Motherfuckers is 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 dribbling circles around your head, and you you know you got the little. Looney Tunes, Tweety Bird shits running around your head because you lost. Like niggas is getting shook out of their shoes because of crossovers. People are getting more imaginative with the dunks, whether they be black or white. You know they're getting, you know they're shooting out the building. They're pulling up from the logo. The game has evolved, and I say that to say this: it was rare back then. It was more shocking and surprising to see, but I do feel like that will be the one thing that I'm here for in this remake is um is is the basketball stuff i'm a basketball fan man uh but if it's one thing that's going to try to latch me onto this it's not the director i can definitely guarantee you that uh especially after house party i was i was even had a glimmer of hope for it i was still disappointed and it's not the cast uh but it is the idea it's the spectacle of the whole basketball shit how crazy do we get you know or how many times are we going to get the oohs and the ahs as if we're watching a real game even like an am one street game for that matter but it's it's the idea of the basketball. It, that that's why I'm here. But we got Cinqua Walls, who's taking a break from you know fighting hammerhead sharks with one arm in his hand and a spear in the other. Did I say one arm in his hand? I meant to say in in what was it? Shark Knight 3D. He gets his arm bit off and his girlfriend gets eaten, so he's got one arm literally, and he's got a spear in the other hand. Shaka Zulu type of shit in a shark movie directed by David R. Ellis, nonetheless. Man, that movie sucked. But it had really great practical shark effects. But Cinqua Walls was in there. I believe he was in Power. Also, I'm not sure. I think he was the one that smoked Lala's boots. And, you know, he got them cheeks in that TV show. And then 50 Cent killed him. I believe that's his character in there. Jack Harlow. Not really a big fan of Jack Harlow. Uh, probably because I don't really listen to his music. Um, but we'll we'll see. It, I will say that in the teaser trailer, it seemed like he was okay with, with certain comedic timing and certain comedic humor. So we'll see if he plays this fish out of water type of character the way he should lance reddick rest in peace shout out to the late great lance reddick man it's gonna be real bittersweet watching this i still haven't seen john wick 4 so it's gonna be bittersweet watching both of those films knowing that he's gone man but i feel like he left behind a a, a decent enough legacy so i hope he's great on screen in this tiana taylor tiana taylor's making her way through existing properties uh herself here man because she was in the coming to america sequel and she she does a decent job man tiana taylor looks like i like listen i like tiana taylor that's all i'm gonna say i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get on what she looked like during that dance performance and there's a movie she was in that i watched like sometime last year i think it's called the after party where she was like a was she a dancer or a stripper in that i don't know but tiana taylor is just she's fucking great like we need to get tiana taylor in more movies uh I, that's the point i'm getting to right now but we got um vince staples here out you know vince staples I did see him do some acting in Abbott Elementary, and I was interested to see where that went with him and Quinta Brunson's character. I don't remember much of what happened after that. And they got fucking Tyler Harrow and Blake Griffin. 
You know, in, in the IMDb credits, like, all right, Tyler Hero, first of all, you got wrecked in the 2020 finals when you played us in the bubble. Yes, Lake Show for life. And Tyler Hero, you know, got hit by the train wreck, which is LeBron James. We ain't gonna talk about that, but Blake Griffin, he, I love that Blake Griffin developed an offensive game but as a defensive player all you are is a pair of legs like he was just a pair of legs he did one of the most overrated dunks in the dunk contest where he brought the choir out talking about some i believe i can fly and touch the sky he jumped over a fucking he jumped over one of those little piggy bank cars the cars that look like you can wind up and you don't even have to carjack nobody you could just pick that shit up over your shoulder and shake him out of it he jumped over like i could jump over that shit and be cool. He jumped over that, and everybody thought it was the greatest thing ever. Baron Davis helped him out. Uh, no shade, man. It's just overrated. But uh, they listen. I'm late to the party, so I can't talk too much shit because they dropped this five days ago. Shout out to 20th Century Fox. This is what two minutes and 32 seconds long, people. So if I can get this fucking cat off my leg that he's clawing at, people. Let's jump into this trailer, official trailer for White Men Can't Jump. 2023 i'll hit the play button in three two one mm, far side i just noticed you're not getting enough legs on your shot are you dehydrated 100 bucks you can't make more shots let's just do 300 it's not my dad's money shit Talking shit. Oh, that's my shit. Uproar. Yes. It's really hard to plan for the future when we're always worried about money because you're out here living in a fantasy. My 30 day detox program. You want a free sample? No, I ain't drinking no boo boo juice. Boo boo juice. I'm gonna go tomorrow. I forgot. Why don't you just go now? It'll be fine. Don't worry, mommy. Don't worry, mommy. Tiana Taylor's like, shut the fuck up. I just need somebody who can play so I can make some money. Joking, right? Five hundred thousand for one day of hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One day? Shit, I get out there. Throw them off their game. You have only fast, and we'll clean up. You gonna wear that trash bag? You gonna wear that fake ass Richard Simmons outfit? Oh! <laughs> Why the fuck did he look like that though? Is that Lance Reddick right there? Release for me. That's the bit out there. Then the sun dies. Don't spend any of the money until we can cover the fee. I should be saying that to you. Well, I'm good with money. So am I. So am I. Me too. Me too. Where? Word, bro. Sentence. Oh, now you chirping. Just making out. Oh, buckets. Just wanted to see if you had superhuman hearing because of your. Because my what? Oh, you fucking swag on him? May 19th on Hulu. Listen. <clears throat> Allow me to reintroduce myself, people. Um, I am 
surprised is who I am right now and what I am. I'm surprised that I laughed this much in this trailer. Now, if there's one thing that I said I was going into this for, it was the basketball bits. And I, while I did say Jack Harlow seemed like his comedic timing was solid and he had decent comedic moments in that teaser trailer from the little bit I saw, this showcased a lot more. I don't know if it's just the awkwardness in, in, in his character or who he is. He's not really trying to be Woody Harrelson. I'm not really concerned about Sinquil Walls. I'm not concerned about him. While I'm not really excited to see this movie, I'm not worried about that dude taking the material he's got and making the most of it. I'm not worried about that. He does that in everything I've seen him in, whether it's a bad movie, bad remake, whatever the fucking case may be. But Jack Harlow, on the other hand, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to like his character a lot in this movie. I don't know. Maybe it's just the sarcasm in me. Maybe it's like the, you know, I'm going to talk shit and size everybody up type of thing. I, I don't know what it is. But another thing I want to point out before we watch this one more again. First of all, the basketball stuff looks decent. Uh, I haven't seen anything where, where you know, it's crossovers and three-pointers. Of course, that's standard shit in today's game of basketball. That's fine. That's entertaining as hell to watch. Don't get me wrong. But if there's one thing that's the highlight in this trailer for me outside of Jack Harlow's comedic timing, it's the fact that that dude brought a fucking flamethrower back to the basketball court. Like, that's, that is the equivalent to when that dude i believe it was a guy in the original white man can jump who was losing and he was like i'm going to get my gun and i think everybody cleared out because at the time that's what you did like nobody waited around for you know to scream world star and record shit in their phones Nah, they didn't wait to do all that they got the fuck out of dodge like any normal human being would do but the fact that this nigga bought a uh, almost said a lawnmower he bought a flamethrower to the court you want everybody honey roasted out there everybody in their mind and that's that takes a certain type of psychotic person but i don't know if uh let me go back and look i don't know if if uh he's got the same writers from house party on this because one of the okay kenya barris doug hall and ron shelton are um they are on the the the, the pens for this and kenya barris is he's known for blackish girls trip you people Okay, I understand for the culture for show, but I um look man, look I, I'll say this: this looks this is not as cringeworthy as that house party trailer was, and I don't know if that's because um you know I'm not as attached to white men can't jump as I am. I'm no I'm, let me rephrase that I'm in no way as attached to white men can't jump as I am to house party uh and never in this lifetime house party means a lot to me that shit has a you know like um M, not Emma Roberts but Emma Stone it said in Zombieland you have a direct link to my funny bone type of thing that's what house party means to me white men can't jump while I appreciate it there's not really a big emotional attachment to it it's not one of those I'm trapped on an island type of films or anything like that but I do appreciate it and I, I, I like it a lot but um I guess I'm more lenient to this because I'm, I'm like, uh, you know, less attached to the property. It's almost like I always got to make these comparisons that people might not really understand, but hopefully somebody out there does get, it's like if they remade, okay, if they, if they remade Poltergeist and got it wrong, which they did, it's like, okay, cool. You know, I'm not going to be like, this is one of the worst fucking movies I've ever seen. If you remake Halloween and got it wrong, which I don't think Rob Zombie did, there's flaws in it, but because I'm so attached to Halloween, it's my favorite, second favorite movie of all time, favorite slasher, favorite, all that. 
um, you know, because I'm more attached to that, I guess they're, you know, the, the expectations are a little different, even if, you know, I start with no expectations at all. Because with House Party, I'm like, I know this shit's going to be terrible, but if you can turn me around with Jacob Lattimore and all of these said cameos and DC Young Flies in there, like, I like those two guys. If you could turn me around to something and, and put something in there, then I'll, I'll eat my words, man. But, you know, unfortunately, I didn't do that. Now, this here... If this is good, then that's great. This is something that, you know, since it's on Hulu, this is definitely something I would want to do a commentary for, especially me being a basketball fan. Like, I, you know, anybody that tunes into my commentaries for Bel Air, whenever Will is hooping or something along the lines of basketball is going on, I'm hype, man. Like, that's a big part of it's a big part of my, you know, like my, I feel like my roots and, you know, who I am, like basketball was a big portion of my life at some point in time. And it was like one of the best times of my life. So I like it's it's a it's a different type of attachment while not having an attachment to the source material so much. If that makes sense, I don't know people, but let's let's watch the trailer one more again. I'm getting long winded. Okay. It's one by two. Not oh, here, it's not. Hey, they letting yoga instructors in the gym now. This stable's called. The- I just noticed you're not getting enough legs on a new shot. Are you dehydrated? Hundred bucks, you can't make more shots. Let's just do three hundred. It's not my dad's money. First of all, y'all got hundreds of dollars to just be throwing away on basketball. Ain't never gonna get a reparation that way, bro. So I prefer Venmo or Zelle, but you seem like a cash app guy. So. Ladies and gentlemen. You think we can slick, huh? Showing up to court dressed like a dumbass actor. That crossover Jack Harlow did was wild. Because it's like, stop reaching. You reach, you're going to get lost right where you at. That girl, who is that girl? She almost looked like Alexandra Ship. I'm going to go tomorrow, I forgot. Why don't you just go now? It'll be fine. Don't worry, mommy. Don't worry, mommy. I like that they still... I think Wesley Snipes had a kid in the first movie. I like that the the main character, the black guys. I like that he's a father. Zone, 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 zone. He's like, wait, what? Now this dude whose ears he talks about. This is where he was tripping. Like, he's making out with his girl while he's driving with the drop top cruising the streets. <laughs> Why did he fucking swing on him? <laughs> oh, fucking goodness. Thank you. You could talk way more trash out there. You have so much material I can't even touch. Oh, my God. Never mind. Oh, tell us. Where did love go? Look, man. I got to I got to I got to tell y'all something man. I have to I'm eating a lot of crow today. Now granted, I I'm saying I'm eating a lot of crow today in bulk 
and I'm I want to clear this up. I don't know how I'm going to release these episodes. I've already done prior to this an episode, um, you know, trailer reaction for The Flash. And I was eating my words and putting my foot in my mouth about some shit on that episode. Y'all can tune into that. I'm eating my words about some shit like, you know, that is in regards to this. But I don't know how these episodes are going to be released. But just know that these two back to back were they were recorded today. But, um, yo, why do I? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why do I feel like I'm going to enjoy this? Why do I feel like I'm going to enjoy this, man? I don't know. I feel like I'm going to have a half-decent time watching this movie. And while I'm having a half-decent time, I feel like this movie is going to force me, for all the right reasons, I feel like it's going to be consensual. I feel like it's going to force me to have an even better time. And I'm going to come out of this giving it a good rating. I don't know. what is As far as Calmatic and the movies he's rebooting goes, I think I gave House Party a 5 out of 10. And I was very generous with that 5 out of 10. It was either 5. I really don't want to say it was a 6. I'm hoping it was a 5. I'm looking back on it, hoping it was a 5. If it was a 5, rightfully so, because when they were in that Illuminati sequence, that should have been the whole movie. That should have been the whole movie. Um, You know, Jacob Lattimore and his homeboy trying to make their way out of the Illuminati structure and you run it that's where the celebrity cameos come in they had gold and they had the weird shit they had Stephen Glover on board from Atlanta and they fucked it up because that was the best sequence in the movie and then we went back to the same old bullshit and we had the bullshit prior to the best part in the movie I don't know if that's going to be the case here I think this is going to be a solid basketball movie do I think this is going to fuck with Sunset Park hell no Blue chips? Absolutely not. Uh, Coach Carter? Not in this lifetime. Not even hurricane season. I don't think this will be better than. But it looks better than crossover. It looks better than crossover. No diss to Anthony Mackie and Spider and all the N one dudes that showed up for that. N one sponsored our high school jerseys and sneakers, by the way, and we wasn't shit. We disrespected the hell out of them by getting blown out every other fucking game. But you know, it, it looks better than crossover. As far as the basketball movies, I feel like I'm. Am, am I forgetting something? I don't know. I almost said remember the Titans. Totally different sport entirely. And I've just disrespected basketball and football fans all over the earth. And I hope y'all forgive me for it. But um, this, this, I, I'm sorry, man. May 19th, Hulu. We might be expecting a commentary for this, people. This looks decent. Like, I didn't do a commentary for House Party. I wanted to. But I was like, I don't think there's a, a amount of beer or liquor that'll that'll do me justice to, to, to push me through, like, a drunk episode for House Party. Because it's not even a lot I could really have fun with and make fun of. It was just cringeworthy shit for the most part outside of, like, Jacob Lattimore in a couple moments. This, though, like, this won't even really, I'm sorry, this looks like it won't even require a, a six-pack or a bottle. It looks like I could probably just go into this and be like, okay, White Man Can't Jump remake, uh, let, let's see what this guy got. And honestly, I'll give the credit where it's due, man. I'll definitely give this director credit if we're, you know, where he failed at, in my opinion, where he failed at with the with the House Party reboot, if he compensates with this one, then I, I'm not going to say I'll trust him with a with another old school property, but I'll trust him to make something. OK, you've done two reboots now. It's time to do something original. I'll trust him to make something original. And I, I will definitely watch it if this one is decent enough, because, um, you know, every, like the, the reality of it is, man, like I'm not a, I'm not a snob. It's just I'm I'm very 
I'm very attached to, you know, like my OG classic properties and shit like that as far as movies go. So when you decide to do reboots and remakes, I feel like if you're not going to you got to you got to build on what they did in the first one, expand on maybe some things that people didn't get a chance to see people, some things that people wanted to see or clean up some of the shit that was wrong with the first one and make it even better than before. And if you're not trying to do that, then it's really no point and you're either just doing a cash grab or you just don't give a fuck about it and you're just trying to get your foot in the door with a um you know with a popular property. So I don't know if that's this guy's case. I'm hoping it's not. But if you know every director I was I was getting sidetracked. The truth of the matter is that every director you, there's no director in my opinion that is hit for hit for hit for hit for hit. Every single director has had a bad movie. Every single director has had a bad stint. You know, I'm a George A. Romero fanatic. So I know well enough. I was telling somebody on Facebook, I respect my favorite directors enough to know when they can do better. So um not saying this guy's one of my favorite directors, or he will be for that matter, but I'm just saying that if this guy's first outing with House Party, you know, being his big mainstream film, if it didn't do well and it underperformed at the box office, cool. If he wants to redeem himself and try the same type of thing with another reboot from a popular cultural phenomenon, then cool. If this doesn't work, I don't know, bro. You need to call up Uwe Boll and figure out what not to do because you are on a dangerous path if you are 0 for 2, you know, making big ass properties like this. But I, you know, I, I hope it's good. I hope it's good, man. I, I'm, I'm not rooting against the guy. I know I go back and forth because of how frustrated I was with that house party reboot, but I'm not rooting against the guy, man. You know, um, I, I, I wish that, you know, I, I hope everybody gets to make their movie at the end of the day, man. And obviously his movies are, you know, remakes of these nineties phenomena, but we'll, we'll see what happens with it. People we will. And, um, y'all already know where to go. And if y'all don't, Y'all can follow the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio Public, Podbean, and Podcast Addict. Shout out to Spotify for podcasters. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, Romero Tutor. Shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs. And last but not least, shout out to the Tutor reviewers, the listeners, the lovers, the supporters out there. Definitely, excuse me, definitely gotta do the equalizer three trailer now they dropped it this morning and i was holding out on it man i was having my quality time and i was enjoying my day and i said nope i'm gonna wait because how often does denzel washington come back for sequels let alone threequels and this is the third movie he's re you know he's reunited with dakota fanning in here from man on fire I don't know who the fuck else is in the movie, but we will find out because the Equalizer, this is one of those times where people didn't mind a race swap. I believe the Equalizer in the old school TV show was a white guy. And then they had the reboot with Denzel Washington. That was a big fucking hit. Then you had Equalizer 2. Now we've got Equalizer 3. Then we had the Equalizer TV show with Queen Latifah. I wasn't really trying to watch that because I was more so ready for part 3. And it's nothing against Queen Latifah. She's one of the best actresses. Uh, you know, she's a great actress for one. But she's one of the best actresses that, you know, were former rappers back in the day. And she does a great job in, in the majority of things she's with. But I wasn't really in a rush to see Equalizer, the the TV series with the Queen. But I, you know, we'll... we'll 
we'll cross that bridge when we get there, people, and we can equalize shit out. But y'all already know the love and support that y'all show me. I show it back to y'all tenfold and then some. So with that being said, people, yours truly, Romero Tudor. Another episode of Tudor Reviews in the can. I'll check y'all on the next one.